Alright, alright, alright. Welcome to the Eighth Note Sessions. I'm Devin Mullen. And I'm Mike Shamil. And tonight we're joined by, in our first ever out in public interview, <laughs> uh, Jay Aquarius. How you doing? Not too bad. Thanks for joining us, Jay. No problem. Thanks for, you know, reaching out. Of course, of course. So, let's see, last month was, was pretty busy for you. Yes. <laughs> Didn't you say you had seven events? About seven, seven performances. When did you find time to sleep during all that? Well, for <laughs> <laughs> um, some time, for some time. So, um, last month was Pride Month, um, and you had uh, a couple events that were specifically geared towards honoring uh, different moments in history throughout that movement. Why don't you tell us a little bit about? Uh, some of the events you played? Well, the first one was an event I actually organized um, um, called the R&B and Hip Hop Pride event. Um, it was definitely to highlight the R&B Hip Hop artists on the scene that actually are LGBT. Um, the LGBT scene doesn't have a big music scene. This is a, there's a thriving drag scene. There's a thriving um, DJ scene. Uh, there's a thri- there's it's, there's some thrives, but it's like we're not thriving you know what i'm saying like where's all, all of us it's not like a universal thing yeah. it's very sort of in its separate boxes yeah kind of thing yeah so it's like i had i wanted to make sure there's something for us because we always get mixed up with some other people but i'm like where are we <laughs> you know so um i had got c4w2 paris glenn incense long Sadie star um, and Charlie Bay and Incense, like all of us, we had um, did the show and it and this pretty mofo, and it was great. It was really great. Wonderful. Um, now, was this the the one commemorating the what was it, the fiftieth? Not yet. That that's not the one. That's not the one. That's not the one. I did. There was a, a Juneteenth Pride event that happened um, at towards the end of the month, and. Um, it was run by Dope Collective. Shout out to Dope Collective. Um, they were the ones who organized that event. And um, Justice Hill from Color Girls can um, Color Girls Bite Two. They wanted to throw an event, and they made an after party at Sweets Lounge. Um, and they end up teaming up with Dope Collective to shine a light on Color Girls Bite Two, um, shine a light on Juneteenth Pride, but also shine a light on the anniversary of Stonewall. So, Pretty important anniversary. Yes, it was. it was. Like 50 years or 51 years? Yeah. I think it was 51 years. I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I, some, somewhere in that ballpark. Um, it's it's really interesting because, you know, Juneteenth was finally recognized as a federal holiday just yes. this year. Um, do you feel, in terms of moving the needle forward, hmm. that things like this actually represent the... Uh, a substantive change or is it still kind of more performative and, and superficial what, what do you um, think? I feel like we are in the performative stages because some people do do it just for the money and the attention um, but um, I feel like it's gotten to the point where people have called it out enough to some people are starting to realize it and wanting to make a change, either people for the community or people in the community are making that change. So I feel like that's the thing, that's a needle that's moving. Beautiful. Something I, I really appreciate uh, about your outlook on life is it's this like beautiful fusion of stoicism and, and positivity. Um, 
he, he seemed to draw from a lot of inner strength on, on continuing to move forward. Uh, as an artist, where does that come from? <sighs> <laughs> not, not to get too personal or nothing, you know. Just. Well, um, I've always seen people do things and never finish it. Or say they're going to do something and they even get to it. Some people have it but will never get to it. So I, it's just I, I know if I have it and I can do it, I'm going to dive into it and, you know, sh you know, well, can I cuss or can I not cuss? I'm attached to it earlier. Can I cuss? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. You know, show my ass and do what the fuck. I want to. <laughs> yeah, I was like, let me do what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? So, um, they didn't do it. I'm gonna do it. That's not always gonna be the thing. I'm just gonna do it sometimes. Of course, of course. So, we're, we're talking more broadly speaking in, in this discussion then about, uh, about equity mm -hmm. um, in terms of the, the lack of just like a, a more universalist LGBTQA mm -hmm. uh, kind of thing. What, what, other, what other parts of the, the social fabric or your world are, are you thinking about when you consider these things? Well, but when it comes to LGBT, I'm always thinking about just creating more musical space for us. I feel like we don't have as much, you know, space, but at the same time, there's not as many of us that's, you know, making, letting it be known that we are here. So it's like, if you're here, do you need a space so people can actually know what, who you are and what you are and what you represent? Because it's funny, because actually when I did my, um, I remember this after I did the R&B Hip Hop Pride event, there was a couple of people that I talked to that said, wow, yeah, actually I am bisexual. I, I, yes, I'm actually non-binary, but I don't tell people, you know, and I'm like, well, you know, but they're open about it. They just don't heighten, you know, but, but they actually want to heighten it. But I'm like, you know, I guess if you want, if you, if you don't feel like doing it on your own, you can use my platform, you know, because I'm actually using my platform to create more LGBT events so we can actually show more of ourselves. We exist, you know what I'm saying? And you may learn something about this person you've been seeing a while, but you never knew what was going on. So that's the thing. But another thing is actually for the kids. If it comes to something that's not even just LGBT. Um, when I first hit the scene, I just didn't have enough room to shut my stuff. I was... Um, I didn't know about many of talent shows. I didn't hear see about many open mics for people under 21. Like it wasn't until I was 21, literally seven years ago, that I started actually actively performing, because I was old enough to go in these bars. I mean, I got. I remember I was 20 and I got into Nietzsche's. You you mean like solo performance, right? In general. In general, I, yeah, I thought some, some venues actually like my old man ran into this. Our drummer was 16, but we were all the rest of us were drinking age, and a lot of venues were like, oh. Not all of the members are above 21. Sorry, can't book your whole act. Yeah. That, and and there, you're right. Like There is a, a real heavy barrier for people who are not drinking age. You could be 18 and still not have any more success than someone who's a teenager in finding venues that you can perform at. So it's, it is a real problem because there are a lot of fantastic young musicians that just want to play in front of people and start building their chops. And it's a really developmental time where if, I mean, honestly, like if, if I was you know, still a teenager, and I had the opportunity to play more for people, I probably would have been a hell of a lot better in my 20s because I would have had a little bit of experience during that developmental time. So you're yeah. right, like, is there, there needs to be more space for that. Yeah, so um, 
Yeah, so I went, I started performing. I was 21. I finally turned 21. And ironically, I moved down the street from Nietzsche's. The place I got rejected from when I was 20 was Nietzsche's. And I was I was with this band. I wasn't performing, but I was, like, hanging with them and getting, my, you know, getting some experience through them. But I couldn't be there because, you know, I wasn't of age. So I had to leave. Um, but ironically, that next year, I ended up moving next door to Nietzsche's. And I was 21. First thing I did was start hitting, hitting them open mics <laughs> and got to work. Good for you. Good Definitely. For you. Thank you. And and now you're at the point where you've actually, you said you've kind of taken people under your wing to provide tutelage. Yeah. Um, your, your protégés. Yeah. How'd that come about and, and describe what that is? Well, I mean, it just happened. Uh, there was some, there was some um, protests that I had beforehand that um, I just couldn't help. You know what I'm saying? There's some people that say, oh, I just need your help on this type of thing. And it was consistent enough for me to be considered a mentor to them. So I was, um, I remember I was a songwriting mentor for an ex-best friend of mine who was having issues trying to write songs on his own, so I was trying to teach him. Then there was this one girl that um, she had the total package. She was like really, really great. But you know, we all want to do things whenever we want to do it. You know what I'm saying? So that was a whole different situation. Um, but you know, I, it, the room just been there. But I finally got some um, people around me that I. I resonated more with and stay connected with so um there's lunchbox he i started mentoring him a, a couple of years ago um he is fantastic <laughs> so proud of him he i don't I, he knows i'm proud of him so much but it's just wow this is the first <laughs> men, first protege i had that you know listened to me and is propelling so far like he's in california too he lives in california so he's a part of a whole different demographic as well and using the stuff that i've taught him he's propelling so, what did you see in him that that made you want to take up that mentorship? Well, he was um he posted a freestyle of himself and he was like rapping. He was just rapping because he's a rapper. Um, so he was rapping and I was like, wow, this is great. And then he made a Facebook post um, saying, hey, I'm looking for you know somebody to help me with this because I actually want to take music seriously now. And then a mutual friend of ours decided he said, hey, you know Jordan, check him out. You know Jay Aquarius, check him out. I said, all right, cool, cool. So hit me up and we started chatting and I just helped been helping with his development ever since. You know what I'm saying? Like he's been he's been doing a very good job. Beautiful. Do you feel, did you have a similar experience coming up in, in music at all, where you had a mentor or someone who was sort of giving that, that encouragement or support, or was it kind of figuring out on, on your own sort of thing? I honestly had to figure it out on my own a lot, a lot, honestly. There's some people that gave me pointers here and there, but... Honestly, I didn't have the same thing that I'm giving the people, giving my protégés, like both Lunchbox and Gabriel Fegan. Like, Gabriel Fegan, he's fantastic. He's an R&B singer. He's on his way, but he's also an author. Um, I was just, um, you know, I, I didn't, the, t the attention that they're giving, I never got from another artist. So I'm trying to give them what I never got just so they can flourish, like how I'm flourishing and he'll even go even further. That's beautiful. That's community. That's important. Yes. Know? But people go and they, they start reaching that level of, of success where they feel like that, okay, now I have some more resources to contribute, and they do that, and you do that. That's wonderful. Yeah, like, and it's a mutual thing because we help each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's some things I didn't know that they end up teaching me. So it's a, it's a real mutual thing. Give and take. So what do we uh, got coming up? <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> well, if you had seven, you know, events last month, I mean, 
Yeah, how many more can you fit next month? Oh, <laughs> I have a lot coming up because, um, so I'll start, we can start with the shows or music or... Well, we'll start with shows, uh, then we can get to like studio stuff and... Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I ended up triple booking on it uh, for my next <laughs> day. <laughs> oh, so because of the Buffalo Infringement Festival, I'm a part of the Buffalo Infringement Festival and then... Um, so I have, a, I have a show where I'm doing two performances, one solo and then one with my group. But um, also Lunchbox, his birthday is this month and he is having a birthday party that day. This is our first time performing together um, at the same show and it's, it's pretty special. So I, I couldn't say no to that, you know what I'm saying? So um, I decided to be a part of that. So that That's same, awesome. So that same day, he, um, I'm, I'm performing with my group at the Nickel City Co-op House, um, and I'll be performing with him at his birthday party later on in the day. That's nice. What's the What's the date for that? July 31st. Okay. Beautiful. And then anything in August, or are you gonna give yourself a, a break? Oh, no. August is loaded. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta make August. the most of summer, Devin. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's, it goes by. It's gonna be a lot. That's y'all gonna end up seeing. Like, I have photo shoots lined up. I have video shoots lined up. Um, actually, I'm acting too. You're acting. I'm Are acting you doing now. the 48-hour film project? What? <laughs> maybe, maybe now. Yeah. Add to the pile, right? Um, yeah. Honestly, I want. I've been wanting to start acting. So, um, I actually am starring in a movie. In a movie. So that's cool. Co-starring technically. So I'm like one of the co-stars. It's four of us. It's Oh, I can't give any more detail until we start filming. But I've already been casted the role. I have the role. We about to start um, rehearsing again next month. Could you at least tell us the the genre? Black horror film. Black horror film. Okay. Okay. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to keep an eye out for that. Definitely. It's going to be very, very interesting. Very interesting. I I want to know more details by the. Okay, come on, you got you got to get a little more than that. Oh, come on. They're they're usually sworn to secrecy in film. Okay, so, um, okay, so I'm playing a character in the movie called Kojo. Like Kujo? Kojo. But like that, uh, like that Stephen King, like Saint Bernard, Kujo. Unrelated. Okay. Unrelated. Okay. Completely unrelated. Um, well, unre unrelated. Excuse me. Completely unrelated, but. Um, it's created by Akira Roberts, a.k.a. Akira Oshun. She's big in the theater community. We're actually best friends. So, okay. so I ended up like finding about the movie through her, of course. And um, she told me to audition. I auditioned, and I got the role of a character named Grande. So it's, an Af it's, a, it's a black horror film based off of African spirituality. Okay. So it's going to be some murder, but it's also going to be very spiritual elements. Interesting. I love yeah, seeing the. Yeah, definitely have to keep an eye for that. Oh. <laughs> no, I, I, I love, I love that stuff. Um, okay, so then, film, live shows, studio stuff. Yes, um, I'm actually working on a joint EP with um, a friend of mine named Air King, um, Air X King. So, um, we started working on this project like winter last year. Um, it started from me just, oh, I want to do this one song. Oh, this other song's so good. 
<laughs> Damn it, I want to do this other song, but I can't do it. We, okay, he made the beat for it. Okay, cool. So <laughs> it started gradually becoming a thing. So it ended up being a whole EP. So gotcha. that's my next project at the moment. It's called The Great Vine. The Great Vine. Yes. And uh, slated release date for that? Tentatively November. All right. Month of Scorpio. Love it. Love my Scorpios. <laughs> Love my Scorpios. Um, so the the shift gears here a little bit. Uh, this this year has been a weird one. Mm-hmm. To say the least. To say the least. How has it affected your music? How did it affect my music? Yeah. Well, I had to put everything on hold because you know. Studios were shutting down and um, locations. Because I was supposed to film the original, um, well, an, an original concept to the Lips video. Um, the month, every, the week, everything got shut down. Oh, man. The exact week, everything got shut down. I was supposed to start filming. And I was like, okay, well, all right, we're going to do what we got to do. So months came, passed and passed, and nothing changed. So I was like, okay, I gotta figure out something because I'm not just gonna. I have a lot of good stuff, and I have a. I had. I've cre I create strategies for myself. So I'm like, I have a lot of projects I'm sitting on. I'm like, I want to get into them and get and get work. You know, to so get this work done. So literally, I just said, okay, so we're gonna have to start filming a different concept because it was a concept I had before the concept, and I just went back with that and messed with it more and more. Um, and there was people around me that were down before that was actually still interested in doing the video. So I said, okay, cool, as long as we're in agreement, and we all have a strategy on how we can do this where everybody is comfortable. And we did it. And the video came out great. Thank yeah. you. Honestly, I enjoyed it Thank so much. You. I've watched it like probably seven or eight times. Cool, cool. Yeah. I was listening to Lips on my, uh, my walk through the park today. My phone was like... <laughs> it's a, it's a great yeah. song. It's a great <laughs> song. Like, I knew people would like it, but I was surprised that it would become one of my... I, I knew it would become one of my most popular songs. I didn't know that. Never mind. I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Part of, part of what I love about the whole uh, song is, is really your performance. Um, Thank you. I love your voice. The, the technique you have is very well polished and, you know, fantastic. You just sing so well. Thank you. And I can just really, like, you know, the, the emotion comes flowing out of the speakers, you know, throughout the whole video. Thank you. I wanted something that just you just have not yet ever seen, especially for me. Like, if you knew me, you know that this is a totally different element. But if you if you just now seeing me, welcome. <laughs> welcome, you know, so that was just a stick. Beautiful. Breaking the mold. Definitely. In the remix video, I had to definitely make sure that was, you know, something totally different, but takes you to the next world. So I think we're we're just about at, at time here. Uh, I'm gonna give the, the last question to my co-host Shamil. Yeah, so I'm gonna pedal us back a little bit to um, uh, Pride Month, and you know during that time everyone's ready for Pride, and there's a lot of stuff going on, and it's great because there's a lot of momentum. But how do you take all the progress that you make running your LGBTQ-friendly events um, during Pride and keep that momentum going the rest of the year because that's kind of always like one of the hard things is yeah everyone's all rainbows and excitement in june but after june you know the, mm -hmm. the focus shifts elsewhere how do you keep that going well it's like how i say this it's kind of hard to 
say, but it's just, you just do it. Literally just do it. Like, I, I just go out here and I'm like, listen, okay, we're going, we, we, we got to keep that momentum going. How do we do it? We find a way to brand it. Who else is interested? Who is still interested in seeing something like this? How would we, you know, just about how you put it together. So I just find different ways of putting it together, but keeping the interest, keeping the flow. Um, I think that answers your question. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. uh, one last thing. How can people help you um, make more spaces for young musicians and, and LGBTQ plus you know, artists? Like, how, how can people aid you and everyone else in that? I mean, if you are doing a show and you don't know what to, what to come up with, I mean, we're an option. You know what I'm saying? So just think of us. Um, if you want to create something new in general and you don't know what to think of, think of us. That's it. Like if you want to, if you want to do a collaboration with somebody, oh, I want to do a song with somebody, but I want to deliver a specific message or draw a certain awareness, and it's genuinely coming from your heart and not just your wallet. You know, <laughs> Can, you know, hit us up and talk to us. You know, cre create that space, create room for us. You know, do we have a voice too? I think uh, in the write-up we'll include a list of, of artists for consideration, um, unless th this is all organized under some like umbrella at this point. Is what there, is? Uh, like a like a coalition of of queer artists oh, or something? We're not there yet. <laughs> like we're we're in talk. You know, we see each other. We're booking each other, but it, it's, it it hasn't fully developed yet. I feel like this is something that's just starting to really brew. Kind of in the primordial okay. stages. It's kind of still brewing in a sense. Yeah, I would say the most. I would say it's dope collective. The collective has been around for a minute, and they are a collective of, honestly, um, whether they're artists or they're just, you know, entrepreneurs, um, people that just do business in general. Overall, they organize shows so uh, everybody can have a room, whether you're in the, you know, you're LGBT or not. So, yeah, I would say that definitely, um, the collective is is an example. All right, well, beautiful. We'll we'll yeah. get that that list together in the write up. We'll talk after uh, we're done filming here. I, I think that's, uh, that's, that's our time, though. Yeah. I'm Devin Mullen. And I'm Mike Shamil. And this has been our guest, Jay Aquarius. Thanks for joining us. No problem. Thank you for having me. Catch you next time. You ready? Come on. I just want my lips on you. Show you what lips can do. I can tell you many a thing, but there's a lot more that I can show you The Eighth Note Sessions are produced by Music is Art. Help keep programs like this going by donating today at musicisart.org. Thank you for listening.